You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He is my absolute favorite. I could listen to Mike Tomlin talk all day long. And if we have the opportunity to get him on the show, say, Super Bowl week. I know a lot of these coaches will do interviews. Uh, it is a definite goal to be able to ask him, not about sleeping fast, though I might throw that in, uh, but just to be able to talk to him one-on-one, I feel like that would be fascinating. All the former Steelers, that, or even current Steelers that I speak to, tell me that he's like that all the time. That's who he is. He He doesn't affect a different persona in front of the media or publicly. I mean, you might get some more choice words when you're inside his locker room uh, and he's very intense, but he also is one that commands respect and he respects you if you do the job. And I, I love that. I just love how he has high standards for men to be men, not just football players. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Hour one already in the books. What, what? We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. White takes the snap. Four-man rush. Looks left. Dancing left. Fires deep sideline left. At the goal line. It's caught. Into the end zone. Elijah Moore. That's a jet touchdown. Third passing touchdown of the game for Mike White. And Elijah Moore with his first touchdown catch this season extends the Jets lead. We're going to go week to week. There's there's things that we'd love to see Zach uh, accomplish over the course of, uh, we'll call it a reset, but this is Mike White's opportunity. That doesn't change. So Mike's got an opportunity to go stack another uh, great day up uh, this week. And when we feel like Zach is ready to roll, he's going to roll. Mm, lots of questions about the New York Jets, but not coming up in week 13 because after his three touchdown passes, his 315 yards passing, a QB rating uh, north of 149, Mike White remains the starter for the New York Jets. Have you noticed how people can't just call him Mike? They have to say Mike White, maybe because there are a lot of Mikes in the NFL or a lot of Mikes on the planet. Mike White. All right, to that end, let's get some answers about these New York Jets. We welcome Dan Leberfeld, who's the publisher of Jets Confidential and also a co-host Saturdays on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Following this win over the Bears, Dan, as the Jets move to 7-4 and and stay very firmly in the mix in the AFC East and the conference as a whole, what is the attitude, the atmosphere around the Jets now, considering what played out yesterday? Well, you know, Joe Douglas, the general manager, has said a couple of years in a row that his goal and the organization's goal is to be playing meaningful football in December. Well, it's finally going to happen with the game coming up Sunday in Minnesota at 7-4, and 
Jets are in the wild card hunt. I mean, they could still win the division, but I think wild card's probably more realistic as far as what they can attain this year. So they're going to be playing meaningful football. The players are pumped. And I think you could make the argument Zach Wilson, and we could get into this, was rushed into action, was very raw. The struggles are well documented. But now with Mike White, they seem to be a team that has a chance to do some things down the stretch and maybe make some noise in the playoffs because they have a very good defense. They have a very good kicker who can make it from up to 60 yards. And and they have so many weapons on offense in the passing game. With Mike White bringing some stability to the quarterback position, this is a team that, that could be a tough out down the stretch. What is the main difference between Mike and Zach? You know, when you really look at it, Mike White really benefited. A lot of young quarterbacks are rushed into action like Zach Wilson. But Mike White's a guy who's a fifth-round pick of Dallas out of Western Kentucky in 2018. You know, he, he was in reserve in Dallas for a year, and then they actually brought in Cooper Rush, and they waived him, and the Jets claimed him in 2019. And he's been hanging around the Jets ever since, on the practice squad, on the regular roster, bouncing back and forth. And he's had a, the chance to really be developed the right way, you know, in Dallas and then with the Jets under two different coaching staffs. Got a ton of coaching. He was able to develop slowly, and he really looks like all that preparation time has helped him. The big difference is he goes through his progressions better than Zach Wilson. He throws with anticipation. Guys come out of their breaks, and the ball is in the air. He reads defenses better than Zach Wilson. So Mike White is ahead in many categories. In your opinion, Dan, seeing what you have of Zach midway through his second year, could he pick up those skills? Can he learn? Can he develop and do those things as well as Mike with a little more time? A little more time for sure, maybe a lot more time. You know, as a, as a first-round pick, Jets have him locked up for two more years after this, and then they could pick up the fifth-year option. I don't know if any of that's going to happen as far as him making it that far, but it's not like they have to be in this crazy rush. The idea of hitting the reset button with him, something Coach Robert Sala said the other day, he needs to work on his footwork, on his mechanics. So many things he needs to work on that the concept of him reemerging in a few weeks is, is not realistic if they really want to fix him. Because, at, you know, most people who play sports know that if you're going to change your muscle memory, if you're going to change how you do things with your feet and your mechanics and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't happen during a, a couple-week reboot. It's going to be the rest of this season working with the coaches and to me an entire offseason and then see what he can do in training camp next year. There are six weeks left in the regular season. As you point out, the Jets have a very realistic possibility of playing in the postseason. Has any determination been made about QB for the rest of the season or for just week 13? Robert Solomon opened up a can of worms when he said when he made the quarterback change, which is clearly the right thing to do last Wednesday when he announced it in his press conference, he said the plan is to have Zach Wilson get back on the field at some point this season. I understand that they're trying to protect Zach Wilson a little bit, but 
you know, if you're Mike White and you're going out there and they're already telling you they want the other guy to be back on the field at some point this season, I just don't know if I would have said that. I, I would have said the goal is to get Zach Wilson back out there at some point in the future once we get his mechanics fixed. Mm. I don't think that Mike White is going to be leaving the field anytime soon. Let's say the Jets stay in contention with Mike White. They're going to stay with the hot hand. But let's say they lose a few games coming up here, they fall out of playoff contention, and they have a couple games at the end of the year that they're not playing for a playoff spot. I could see them giving Zach Wilson those games. But as long as they're playing meaningful games in the playoff hunt, I don't think they're going to go to Zach Wilson this season. Dan Leberfeld is with us off another Jets win, though this one with a different quarterback. He's the publisher of Jets Confidential Magazine and also a co-host on Sirius XM NFL Radio. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. It's fairly obvious how much the team loves playing with Mike. Why is that? What's that game called that everybody plays now? It just slipped my mind this second. The thing in the parking lot during tailgating with the beanbags. Uh, oh, cornhole. Uh, yeah, cornhole. It, you know, it occurred to me today, you know, when you talk about quarterbacks connecting with their teammates and being one of the guys that, you know, throughout this year when the media was in the locker room, Mike White was playing cornhole with the offensive linemen and defensive <laughs> players in the middle of the locker room. And I'm not saying Zach Wilson was wrong for not doing that, but it just made me think about how Mike White connects with, you know, different players at different positions. And, and he really has a strong bond with that locker room. And, you know, that example of the cornhole games just popped into my head today, driving around, you know, about how this guy is somebody that is really, really respected in the locker room and a guy that connects with almost the whole roster. So I think that's something to consider. Zach Wilson, you know, came out after his junior year at BYU. They played a very soft schedule. It was one standout year. He's only 23 years old now. I I just think that he's got a lot of room for growth. And Mike White is a guy that I think the players in the locker room feel can give them a better chance to win right now. Zach Wilson apologized to his teammates last Friday after the QB change was made. What was he apologizing for, Dan? I, I was apologizing for that soundbite where he was asked if he felt bad about letting the defense down against the Patriots where they held the Patriots offense to three points and the offense did nothing. Zach Wilson threw for 77 yards and he gave that answer, which was clearly a mistake when he he said no, he didn't feel bad about the offense not doing their part. That's what he was apologizing for because that soundbite went viral. I think he made a mistake as a young pro athlete because I think that he snapped at the reporter. He doesn't get along that well with that reporter. So when the reporter asked that question, he kind of got emotional and said, no, no, like he was responding to one person. But as we know, Amy, you're responding to a huge audience when all the cameras are in the room. It's not the one reporter asking you the question. Another thing that should be pointed out about that press conference after the Patriots game was this is kind of a strange scenario in the press conference room. Robert Sala was speaking. He was getting asked a ton of tough questions about Zach Wilson's performance, and Zach Wilson was in the room because Zach Wilson was going to go to the podium after Robert Sala. 
and he was in the room hearing all these tough questions, so I think that put him in a bad mood when he took the podium. Once again, he's got to be smarter than that and realize, you know what, no matter how I feel about the questions or or the questioner, i got to be uh, above the fray and, and stay calm and, and, and act like a leader. So I think that press conference really hurt him as far as uh, – the standing with the, the locker room. So that's why he apologized. How much did that factor into the change at QB, Dan? That's a great question. And I've been mulling that question the last few days and talking to other reporters about it because it's hard to prove. But my gut told me, and this isn't based on sources because they're not really opening up about this topic, about whether they would have made the move with the soundbite or without the soundbite. But to me, I think they would have given him another game because he was picked second overall in 2021. They want him to be the franchise quarterback. And they had the Bears coming in, and the Bears are not a good team this year. And on top of that, they, they traded two of their best defensive players before the trade deadline in Quinn and Smith. It's quite possible that if he had not said what he said after the game that ticked off so many in the locker room, they might have given him that Bears game thinking, you know, we got a young quarterback. We can get him a win against Chicago and get his head right. So that's my gut feeling, not based on sources, that he perhaps would have been given the Bears game, even with the poor performance in New England, if he had not made that mistake in his press conference. Interesting. Tough lesson to learn. Dan Leberfeld is with us from Jets Confidential Magazine. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Is it safe to say that Elijah Moore no longer wants a trade? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's fair to say. You know, I thought the Elijah Moore thing, not to keep piling on Zach Wilson, but I think the Elijah Moore problem was connected to Zach Wilson. I'll tell you why. Zach Wilson, like a lot of young quarterbacks, tends to fixate on his first read you know, and, and telegraph sometimes to his first read. He doesn't go to his progression smoothly. Maybe that'll happen in the future as he progresses as a quarterback. So if you're Elijah Moore and you have a quarterback out there who tends to go to his first read and you're not the first read very often, you're not going to get the football. And then you see Mike White out there completing passes to 10 different receivers, including Elijah Moore, right. for a touchdown. Everybody's eating and everybody's happy. And Elijah Moore, not being the first read when Zach Wilson was the quarterback, he was not getting the football. Now with a quarterback spreading the ball around more in Mike White, I think Elijah Moore will be happy. That, that's not to condone going on Twitter and complaining or asking for a trade, but still I think that when you have a quarterback who gets a lot of people involved, you tend to avoid receivers complaining about their roles. Mm. When you think about where they are in relation to expectation, this is obviously an opinion question. Are they on schedule, ahead of schedule, behind schedule? What are they, Dan? Well, they're definitely ahead of schedule if you, you buy the odds. And, you know, we're all into picking games these days with the legalization of sports books all over. And the Jets over-under was five and a half out of, you know, coming out of Las Vegas as far as wins. So the fact that they're seven and four – if you want to use that as a barometer, they have certainly exceeded expectations as a team that had such a low one-loss over-under total. So there's no question they have exceeded expectations. They missed the playoffs 11 years in a row. So 
you know, I think Jeff fans are like, you know, enough already. You need to make the playoffs this year. But uh, I would say to a degree they've exceeded expectations because they're such a young roster. You, you figured they were talented, but maybe they would need more development. They, they're certainly ahead of schedule. And so now sitting at 7-4, and four, looking at the rest of their schedule. Man, it gets tough the next two weeks, especially on the road at the Vikings and then at the Buffalo Bills before they go Lions, Jaguars, but then two more on the road at the Seahawks and at Miami, who they are not going to see anything easy the rest of the way. No, I think the, the two games they have to win because they're the better team, and you know, to get to nine wins, Detroit at home, Jacksonville at home. I know Jacksonville had the impressive win over Baltimore, but the Jets should be able to beat Jacksonville at home, and they should be able to beat Detroit at home. So if they get to nine wins with those two games and pick off one of those other teams that you mentioned, you know, I think they should get a wild card spot at ten wins. It is a tough schedule. The Minnesota game, to me, is more winnable than people realize because Minnesota – their defense, we've seen recently, you know, with New England and some of their other games, the Dallas game, you can move the football on that defense. And they're a little beat up a corner with Dantzler injured, and now Andrew Booth, their second-round pick out of Clemson, it just had knee surgery. So they're thin at corner. Jets clearly have a lot of weapons in the passing game, as we mentioned. And Mike White does such a good job distributing the football to the weapons to me, the Minnesota game, I think the Jets have a very good chance in that game. Obviously, playing in that stadium is really hard. As you know, Amy, there's not a lot of great home field advantages anymore. Minnesota still has a legitimate big-time home field advantage. That place gets loud. It does. And, and that, is a, that is a great home venue for Minnesota. But I think the Jets definitely have a chance against the Vikings. Ooh, looking forward to these next six weeks with so much on the line. The AFC East and the NFC East with all eight teams above 500. Somehow they turned into the best divisions in football. Find Dan on Twitter at Jets Whispers. Dan Leberfeld is the publisher of Jets Confidential Magazine. Also the co-host of press coverage every Saturday on Sirius XM NFL Radio. There's a lot on the line. Dan, it was great to catch up with you. Thank you so much for a few minutes. Anytime, Amy. My pleasure. Don't remember the last time I did a Jets interview, and yet it's perfect timing. You could even hear the excitement in the voice of Bob Wischusen, the play-by-play for the New York Jets, and over-the-top excitement. And I know they've had some big wins this year, but to see a performance like that from their quarterback as opposed to relying solely on their defense and scraping by, Brees Hall was... An awesome addition, the rookie running back who was well on pace for a 1,000-plus yards before he tore his ACL. They haven't seen much offense since he got hurt. Uh, So this is huge. It's huge for them to see three passing touchdowns in the pouring down rain. Will Mike White remain the starter the rest of the way? It, It certainly depends on production. But Dan makes some interesting points that are worth debating. Would Zach benefit from sitting the rest of the year and learning the hard way? And yes, it is a benching. Yes, it's embarrassing. Uh, yes, it's not the plan. It goes it goes counter to the plan. But the name of the game is winning. And the team clearly responds to Mike. How much do you love that story about the cornhole? Oh my goodness, that's amazing. 
On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, I promise bottom of the hour, you got to see it to believe it. The moment of my Monday, my Monday moment that guaranteed it will be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. An amazing week. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Pressure right now out of the timeout. I like when uh, Coach Jacques Vaughn does that. And that's him making threes in this out of the steal. Durant stole it from Wagner, driving it right down the lane to the rim and a two-hand slam. And an 8-0 run for Brooklyn. They have their largest lead of the game. Right corner three by Durant, and it's good. KD with 39. That'll bust the zone. 94-87, Brooklyn, 7.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Right corner three by Durant, and it's good. KD with 39. That'll bust the zone. Durant up top. Played by Houston. Low crossover to a pull-up 17-footer. It's good. He rattles it home. Durant's got 45. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Is that what it takes? 
It takes Kevin Durant dropping 45 uh, for the new, I almost said the New Jersey Nets. Yep, there it goes. They've regressed so much, they're now the New Jersey Nets to me again. Uh, The Brooklyn Nets, this is how they have to get the job done against the Orlando Magic. Uh, Team that's got five wins, but a team that is clearly not the same caliber, doesn't have the same stars as one Brooklyn. But it took all of Kevin Durant, 19 of 24 from the field. He was on fire. 45 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 2 block shots, and a partridge in a pear tree as the Nets get back to 500. And they're now 11 and 11. And, of course, uh, that offense, all of that offense, critical because they don't have as much of a bench uh, this year. The Nets not going as deep. They've got, of course, some injuries, too. But uh, really... It's Joe Harris who comes off the bench. Seth is, Seth Curry has had some good games. This didn't happen to be one of them. Uh, only took three sh- well three triples. Took four shots overall. Otherwise, there was hardly any production from the bench. So they needed what Kevin Durant could offer. Kyrie ended up with twenty. But sure, they all know when Durant's in this kind of mode, you just gotta feed him the rock. He shot over double teams. He was shooting over seven three tonight. Um, you know, guys coming over and uh, trying to make it as difficult as possible. And we tried to give him support. Um, I feel like we still can do more uh, as teammates, but he carried us tonight. Proud of him. I think it shows the preparation that he puts into his body. I don't know the, what he feels about the game. Like, he approaches it like you know, we have to win this game. And uh, he led us tonight in unbelievable effort. Uh, took a lot out of him, but uh, he'll recharge and be able to do it in another day from here. I do not know why the MVP was brought up in the conversation on Monday. It it feels like it's way too early, not to mention the Nets are barely back at 500. But for some reason, Kevin Durant was answering questions about winning the MVP. I've been there, done that, to be honest. And I know uh, it's going to take a lot for me to to be in that conversation. So I I just want the respect from our fan base, and I want them to have a good time when they come to the game. So if that's, you know, that's what strikes, you know, chance up is how I play from the fans as long as they're having a good time. So, you know, but I'm not too worried about accolades at this point in my career. As long as the fans are having a good time. I'm sure they're having a great time when you were demanding a trade and then asking for your coach to get fired, not Who to cares? mention your general manager. <laughs> but, yeah, they're having a great time now that you're 11 and 11 out of the gate. Good point. Good point, KD. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We had Joel Embiid back on the court for the Philadelphia 76ers in their game against Atlanta on Monday night. 12 seconds to go in the game. 101-100, the Sixers will lead. Daniel House has Young. Young throws it. It's tipped by Embiid, and Joel pulls it down. Five seconds to go. It's loose and a foul. So Trey Young went up top to John Collins. Embiid had dropped back. He tipped the pass before it could ever get to him, and they foul Embiid. The NBA is better when Joel Embiid is on the court. I don't think there's any doubt or even a question about that uh, and so this and and we talk about Kevin Durant having to give everything that he's got and the Nets needing that well the Sixers needed all of Joel Embiid's big return 30 points in 35 minutes to go along with eight rebounds seven assists couple of steals couple of blocks filling up the stat sheet just like KD and the big concern obviously is how he's feeling 
Uh, I'm good. Um, you know, just glad to be back. Uh, you know, especially after what happened. Uh, at first, I thought it was going to be really bad. So, you know, I'm just excited to come back, uh, you know, in such a short amount of time. Whoo, that's some great uh, ambient noise behind Joel Embiid on NBA TV. <laughs> yeah, he hit a go-ahead shot with about 19 seconds to go and was able to be out there until the very end. You want to talk about MVP, that would be a Joel Embiid conversation. And he was hearing the chance of MVP, MVP uh, in Philadelphia. Missed the last four games with his foot injury, and he's admitted he thought it was going to be a lot worse. Um, they played okay without him. They won three games without him. But still, it was a scary moment. A little bit like, say, the Vaughn Miller situation. And even now, he's out and wondering how long that might be. Or if you guys had a chance to see Carl Anthony Towns get injured on Monday night, that looked really bad as well. It was a non-contact injury. He grabbed the lower part of his leg. And, well, producer Jay and I were both thinking – Achilles, that's kind of what happens when you have an Achilles roll up, a tendon roll up, but it sounds like it's a calf, and they believe that he has also missed the worst possible uh, situation. But speaking of worst, uh, this is what LeBron James used to do to opponents. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now it's happening to his Lakers. Halliburton to inbound from the far side. He'll flip it to the top. Turner is wide open, but he missed short with a three. Rebound Halliburton. Three seconds to go. Drives to the wing. Nimhart beat the clock, and it's over! Nimhart beat the clock with a three from out on the left edge as time expires. The call on the floor is good, and the Pacers are mobbing Nimhart. Loki, I felt good coming off my fingers, for sure. I think going down the stretch in the second half, it kind of looked like to the crowd maybe that we were kind of getting out of the game. Stuck together, came together with some big shots down the stretch, and um, it went down for us. They did. They outscored the Lakers by 10 points in that final quarter in Los Angeles, and Emhard with a game 
well, the shot of his season to this point. Uh, you hear his response on Bally Sports Indiana, and before that, the call on Pacers Radio, or is that the TV call? It's Pacers Radio? Okay, so then it's Mark Boyle on Pacers Radio, and I want to mention, too, uh, Chris Carino on Nets Radio, and then Tom McGinnis on Sixers Radio, just so I give credit. Uh, yeah, kind of cool for the Pacers, who right now uh, are working on a pretty good start to the season. I think they're even past the the uh, quarter pole, if you will. But always cool to get a game winner, especially when you're talking about hostile territory. As a coaching staff, we implicitly trust these guys at the end of games to just play flow basketball and find the right shot. It's very difficult to call plays at the end of the game because teams get their best defenders in. Um, Tyrese did a great job. Miles got a great look, ball kicked around, and we found a guy that – um, had fresh legs tonight who, who played a terrific game, who hit the game winner. And it was, it was a joyous, it was a joyous moment. And you could tell that on the floor. So I'm really, I'm really just so happy for the guys. This is a game where they just hung in. that just kept believing in each other and kept, kept giving of themselves. And it amounted to, you know, really as good a win as we've had all year. And we've had some good ones. You just got to finish the game. Um, you know, Everything has to go wrong in order for you to lose a game like that, and everything went wrong. And they, you tip your hat off to Indiana. They kept fighting, they kept pushing. Get into the film room the next day and see ways you could be better. Uh, see mistakes that you had, and then you implement that to the floor. So, we've got another game on Wednesday uh, versus another very good team in Portland, and uh, you come out and then you execute. At least they have seven wins now. For the longest time, they didn't have any, and then they had one or two. Not so. two. Not three. Not four. <laughs> Looking up in Los Angeles. <laughs> Jay, I'm trying to make a serious point here. What are you doing? Actually, I'm never all that serious. Uh, so, anyway. Hey, just out of curiosity. Well, first of all, how was your Thanksgiving, Marco? Because you ditched me. Well, Jay ditched me, too. I was here by myself. Well, mm-hmm. not completely by myself, but I was the only regular on the show. I held it down. In fact, Jay was so sad that he he was, like, really missing us. He actually tuned in for some strange reason in the middle of the night to hear the show, just to make sure I was on the air. I was up. He's clearly concerned. Yeah, he was awake. You did not, I'm assuming. Uh, no, sorry. No, I did not. You don't need to be sorry. I wouldn't, yeah, no. I wouldn't first, expect you to. Yeah, first, I, I joked with you guys, but I mean, it's serious. The first Thanksgiving that I was off since 95, so yeah, I didn't, I other than watching the Giant game, I didn't yes. want anything to do with anything else. Agreed. Agreed. I actually was able to check out for a good portion of the Thanksgiving weekend, even though mm-hmm. I was here. Thursday night, so I understand. At what point did you cease and desist with the leftovers? Uh, I was at my sister's for the actual, like, eating of dinner, although I didn't eat dinner because that was right during the Giant game, so they were yelling at me, and I was in the other room watching the game. And then I You skipped dinner to watch the game? Yeah, I can't eat knowing that the game's on in the other room, and you can't see the TV from her living room, so... Do they not have a DVR? Uh... I don't know, but that's that wasn't even in my mind. That wasn't going to happen. You so skipped. I, no, no, yeah. hold, hold on. Yeah, no, you yeah. just told me that you have not had a Thanksgiving off since 1995, but then you skipped dinner to watch a stupid football game. Not my fault the Giants were playing. that. I didn't schedule oh. that. I, I didn't schedule that. I, oh I can't, look, I can't do it. I can't do it. So what I did was like a dog. I ate like during halftime over the sink. I just tried to put like a couple things on the plate. I am so uh, disappointed in you. Hey. I had such, I had such like a, a much better image and idea of who you were as a family person and you actually watched the Giants game during Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, it did. 
Second half of the game, my daughter sat in my lap most of the game, though, and I read her books while I was watching. Does that count? I mean, I was still in engaged in what was going on. I can't on. believe that was you skipped Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. You skipped it to watch a stupid football game. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, oh, I did. my God. Yes, I did. And your family's okay with that? Yeah. They know me. They've known me for a while now. I mean, I had to wear the name tag and get reintroduced to everybody, considering I miss all the holidays. I, mean, but I yeah, do this for a living, and I don't skip Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, yeah, I'm normally not there on Thanksgiving, so this was step one. What? Next oh, year, hopefully, I'm off again. Giants won't wow. play, and then I can do whatever they want me to do. Your kids didn't care that you weren't eating Thanksgiving dinner with them. My son was gone in five minutes. He's got his cousin. He's eight. He ate whatever okay. the first dish your was. Wife, he was gone. Your wife is fine with it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, again, if look. Would they have preferred that I sat in the, in the Apparently dining room? Apparently not. I'm sure maybe they, they thought dinner was better without you. I was going to say that's part of it too. I'm sure they were thrilled that I was gone, or maybe <laughs> they was. I mean, it's not like I couldn't see them or hear them. You could yell if you really needed me. For I can't something. even believe you're justifying this. Just admit that you put football above Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I said it from the top. Yes. No. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Wow. I'm okay, okay with that. They seem fine. They. They seem fine. Uh, again, I got a couple of, are you serious? You can't just eat for 10 minutes and then go back to the exactly. game? And I was like, no, I can't. I'll eat during halftime. So and Over if, the sink. Well, my that was what I was kind of joking with my sister. I was like, why is everything like wrapped up? She's like, food gets wrapped up and put away. Whether you eat it or not, <laughs> she's like, if you want to get it out of the fridge, that's fine. But after it's over, it gets wrapped up and put oh away. My I was like, I, she, that's she said. She's like, I, I'm not crazy with a lot of things. Food does not stay out. I said, Good for right. your sister. I said, okay. You snooze, you lose. That's fine. Or and you I even watch said, football, you lose. And I admitted right from the start. I said, if this means that I don't get to eat today, so be it. I will make my decisions, and like a grown-up, I will handle it. That's fine. They were cool enough to let me eat during half, and that was fine with me. I was good. I was good. It would have been nice if the Giants actually won the game, but hey, you get yeah, what you, you get. Yeah, you did all that for a loss. You okay, good. Thanksgiving comes around once a year, so you're all set. And hopefully the Giants don't play on Thanksgiving for another 20 years after this. That'd also, be awesome. Also, I no longer care when you last ate leftovers. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> Basically the next day, because I didn't get that much to take home, which was fine. Again, that's fine. Your sister had it. You, she seemed like she was fine, but instead she hid the food from you. No, she was cool. Um, I miss the, it's basically like in my family, it's kind of like, look, this is the food. Take what you're going to take. Put it with wherever you want to put it in. Take what you want, and then the rest of it's going in the fridge. Like she's good with everything being gone. She even joked because my son slept there that night to hang out with his cousin the next day. She's like, I'd invite you over for dinner before you pick up Michael, but all I got is green beans and carrots. She's <laughs> like, everybody took everything. So That's awesome. I didn't get in that. I wasn't involved because I was watching the second half. I think your sister might be my new favorite, Belletti. Uh, she would definitely be above <laughs> me by far. That's uh, not even a question. Okay, now we're running late. I'm I'm astounded. Like I'm flabbergasted. No one. I'm surprised that, that you're surprised. I am surprised. You've known me for quite some time well, yeah, now. But I I work in this business 25 years, just like you, and it's mm -hmm. just football. No, no, it would just be football if it wasn't the Giants. Oh Any gosh. other game, yes, okay. I'm with you. Okay. Not a problem. I drove okay. through the Minnesota Patriot game. I only saw maybe still the fourth uh -huh. quarter. That's yep. fine. I'm I was driving around and doing stuff during the Lions and Bills. That happens. Okay. It stinks. I'd like to watch it. It is what it is. The giant game? No, no, no. Okay. That Fam family do. does not trump the Giants. We now know. As long as they're food. <laughs> it's yeah. after hours with Amy Lawrence. Wow, you shouldn't really put it like that because I can't really have a rebuttal. Marco right. Belletti. I'm just, good. I mean, I'm, I'm astounded. You love your family. You haven't missed. You might as well have worked. You should have just worked. The football game was on here. And don't say another word. We're already late. It's I get the last word. It's my show. So just, I'm saying you could have worked instead. It would have been totally fine.
You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Touch the center something into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. Los Angeles Chargers. Eckler in the backfield, Herbert under center. Motion man is Keenan. Fakes the handoff, rolling to his right. Looking for Eckler, has Eckler and he is into the pylon. Touchdown, Chargers. Austin Eckler hits the right pile on for the score. He turns his shoulders to get the touchdown, and this is it. The Jacksonville Jaguars. 20 seconds to play. The clock turns. Trevor drops. Fires toward the right corner of the end zone. That ball is caught. Caught. Caught for the touchdown in the right corner of the end zone. How good is that? Touchdown, Jacksonville. Marvin Jones. The Cleveland Browns. The Browns are going to try to run it in right here behind James Hudson. That's right. Hudson the fullback. Motion down the line by Harrison Bryant. Brissett underneath center. Second and goal. Tampa Bay was offside. They give the ball to Chubb. He's driving for the goal line. He is. He's in. He's in. Touchdown. Nick Chubb. And the Browns are winners. The Las Vegas Raiders. Down to five on the play clock, gets the snap, hands off to Jacob, stutters to the right, bursts through the hole, 20, 25, 30, he's off to the races, here in Seattle, nobody's going to catch him, 25, 20, 10, ball game, bye-bye Josh, 86 yards in overtime, to walk it off for a second straight week, touchdown Raiders, victory Las Vegas. I have nothing to say. Oh, it's just an ISO lead. It's a beautiful run. <laughs> I have nothing to say. And then he says it. It's okay. I do that sometimes. I'm speechless, but then I find the words. Those are your candidates for TD of the week. First, the Chargers rallying past the Arizona Cardinals. And it's 15 seconds to go when Austin Eckler barely squeaks past The pylon in the right corner, courtesy of Justin Herbert, plus the two-point conversion to Gerald Everett, and they stunned the Cardinals once again in Arizona, where it's going from bad to worse in the desert, but the Chargers needed that win. Matt Smith on Chargers Radio? Yes. Jacksonville Jaguars with Frank Frangie and their situation also similar as they rally past the Ravens. Now, there's a wild affair in the final couple minutes. We call this a freaky finish on Sunday. Not only did Marvin Jones catch the TD from Trevor Lawrence, but the two-point conversion to Zay Jones. Then Jim Donovan on Browns radio. This was an actual true walk-off. We had a pair of them in Sunday week 12. Nick Chubb after Amari Cooper catches a 45-yarder in the rain. Nick Chubb is able to cap the drive and end that game with a win against the Buccaneers. Finally, Jason Horowitz on Vegas Raiders radio. 
86 yards, anyone? Josh Jacobs, longest run for a touchdown in his career. And it happens to be, again, in overtime and walk-off fashion for the Raiders. You can vote for TD of the Week in a couple different places. You can do it on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. Or, and, and I just retweeted, or you can do it on our Facebook page named after the show. It's super easy to do. Uh, and, and all of our polls originate from our show Twitter or on our Facebook page. Uh, we're glad to connect with you, seeing some new followers and people who are just hearing the show for the first time. That generally does happen around the holidays. We call it a Touchdown Tuesday TD of the Week, and so we we'll want you to vote now. And as always, we will consider your write-in ballots. After hours here on CBS Sports Radio, there's a moment from the weekend that I wanted to focus on a little bit. Um, And I know we don't have a whole lot of time to get to it right here, so we'll do it after the top of the hour. Um, And we've also got to talk about U.S. soccer against uh, Iran. It's Iran. That's according to the Iranian reporter that had a conversation with the U.S. captain Tyler Adams. You'll be so impressed with him when you hear his response. So we'll talk about the U.S. and their humongous game against Iran uh, coming up in mere hours. In fact, are we talking about now 10 hours? 10 hours away? Ooh. Um, But after the top, even before we get to QB News, Lamar Jackson tweeted in response to a fan on Sunday. The fan was giving him crap and saying that the Ravens should not sign him to a big contract. And Lamar, out of character, responded in a way that was inflammatory, I think offensive to some. Um, and it stood out to me, so I wanted to comment on it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.